0: Every single day, and I'm going to be here weekly with your dose of inspiration, applications, strategies, and tips to make changes you love to live with. Hey, hey, Kristen, how are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, I am so excited to have you here. Our name sounds so similar, so we're ready. I answer to everything. Do you answer to everything or no?
1: Oh, gosh. I've gotten everything under the sun. So, yes.
0: <laughs> so, yes. Her name is Kristen Freid. I am in a coaching group with her, and we are talking about playing to win today, and not just in the sports sense, but also in the life sense. Are you excited? <laughs> Who wouldn't be? Are you ready? <laughs> okay. So, um, I guess... I'm going to start with just what I mean by this. So the the example that comes to my mind, the first experience I had with this was when I was in 10th grade. I was playing in a basketball game, and I've always been really – it's really important to me to, you know, show up well and to do my best and work really hard for the team. So my dad and I were chatting after the game, And he was very, you know, into sports and strategic and all that. And he said to me, it seemed like I was playing not to lose. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't like the sounds of that. (laughs) I said, what do you mean by that, dad? And so he said, it looked like I was worried about making mistakes. I was playing as if not to make mistakes rather than playing to win. And I always have remembered that. And there's been different times in my life where I catch myself playing not to lose rather than just going for it and playing to win. And so Kristen and I have some some strategies, some things we want to talk about for us to try and, you know, really help us to, to not just like, you know, be guarded about what we're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to add about, you know, the mentality between playing to win versus playing not to lose? Is that a good description for you or how do you see it?
1: Yeah, no, I think that's really good because same thing. I grew up playing sports and there is just something I I feel like about your dad saying something to you. You know, like I have so many memories of that, of that kind of thing, too. Um, and you're right. It's like I think of or what comes up for me is kind of the like, eh, this is good enough attitude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And when, or or maybe we're in a season of like kind of coasting or like, yeah, um, I kind of call it management mode versus kind of being on the offense, so to speak of like, you're just kind of keeping things afloat. Maybe you feel like you're spinning plates a little bit, but you're just, you're spinning all the plates. Like they're still going, but you're not really making a good attempt to make progress and be your best. And there's two totally different feelings around those and attitudes around those um, and outcomes, obviously. So yeah. Um, so yeah, for sure. I, I think this topic is so important and strong um, for anyone, no matter what you're trying to do, whether it's, you know, getting healthy or in business or just even your family life, you know, it's like, are you just trying to kind of survive the day or are you trying to thrive? You know?
0: Yes. Oh, I love that line. I am trying to thrive, girl. <laughs> I'm I'm ready for that. I, yes, definitely. Okay, so my first strategy that I want us to like wrap our mind around is being willing to make mistakes. You have to go in willing to make mistakes and mess up along the way every single time. Like sometimes, like every single game, every single pursuit every workout whatever it is for you that you're working on right now uh to be willing to to fail forward to make mistakes rather than like holding yourself back so that maybe you won't make mistakes but like you said you're more like managing rather than really pursuing that goal full force mhm so do you, um, I'm just going to go through, I have two more and then I want you to jump in with some things you're thinking of. Okay. Um, the next one is go all in with your teammates. And I don't know about you, Kristen, but I have heard so much research in the last few years about the five people you spend the most time with. Have you heard all of that?
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. So I want you to think of those people as your teammates. You are choosing your teammates to an extent. We won't, that's a conversation for another time about if you have the wrong teammates on your team, let's not go there today. But um, we, let's just go in knowing that we have choice over those teammates, the people we're surrounding ourselves with and come at it with a a posture of being open and all in rather than guarded. And so I really feel this sometimes in my personal relationships Mm -hmm. and then in areas of business, maybe that I have felt like I was hurt in before. I sometimes then my natural reaction is to then say, okay, I don't want to get that to happen again. I don't want to get hurt in that way again. So I come at like the next situation from a guarded posture, um, which, which is something I'm working on. But instead we wanna think about an open posture for the teammates that we have with us because there's always risk. Like part of playing to win, there's a risk that you lose but if you're playing not to lose it's it's still a risk you're still in the game and so even if you're playing from a guarded posture you're you're not going to get the outcome you want you're just going to have a less a less awesome win or you know a different kind of loss basically that was a lot of what what am i doing here visuals can you be like, can you add to that at all, Kristen?
1: Yeah. So I love what you were saying about how, especially when you said, you know, if you've been hurt before and that can be a business or anything. Right. And I right. feel like, I mean, this is a lot of the work that I do is, is how do people react to each other? How are, do people react to different situations? How do we deal with that? How do we adapt from that? Um, Cause I love just people. People are a mystery. I'm very curious about <laughs> Um, but that, I feel like we're all walking around like that because we've all had enough life experience to be hurt in some way yeah, or not like something. And we always avoid the uncomfortable. That's kind of a natural tendency that we have. Like it's just our body's way of protecting us. Um, and so to go into new situations, it's almost like you have to tie your first and second point together of to, to be vulnerable essentially is what you're saying is be open right. and be vulnerable again. And to do that, you have to be willing to make mistakes. <laughs> like you have yeah. to be willing to put yourself out there again for that win. And, and, you know, sometimes it like, it does happen again where it's like, oh, okay. I am hurt again. <laughs> I know. Again. But, I hate that, Kristen. How can we avoid that? <laughs> well, I, I think it's almost the mentality of what if we can't? you know, yeah. like I must have the expectation of well, something will probably go wrong at some point. So when it pops up, I'm like, Oh, there it is. Versus there like, there it surprised is. I it. So right. I'll give an example. Even in my wedding, I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna accept the fact that something will go wrong so right. that I don't freak out on my wedding day. And right. my videographer just didn't show up. And so it's kind of like, well, There it is. I mean, I knew it was coming, but I was able to just like breeze right past it and really enjoy my day because I had already like mentally prepared for that. So I kind of try and take that into a lot of things in life of nobody's perfect, like literally nobody Nobody can do all the things well. Nobody's had the perfect life. I mean, even what you see on social media, that's everybody's highlight reel, right? So somebody might have this amazing career that you want, or this amazing fitness level, or body, or whatever that you want, yeah. I guarantee you there's something else in their life that is a mess, or that they're not happy with, that they might even look to you, and be like, oh my gosh, I wish I had her marriage, or I wish I had um, her mothering skills, or whatever the case may be, like we all have something off, and I love that going all in with the people that you are around, because when we have kind of that, you've probably heard that too, of like it takes a village, or you're trying right. to and all that, it's true. Like when we have that support and we have that community of people who just get us and who understand us and understand what we're going through, to be able to have a safe place where you can be vulnerable is very freeing. Um, it's very healthy. Yes. And um, And I think that it allows us to take more risks. And when we take more risks and put ourselves out there a little bit more, there is more reward on the other side of that.
0: Absolutely. I love that. And I have never felt that more since becoming a mom, Mm. The, the village part, the, you know, you have to be able to lean on your community, on your tribe, on your village and kind of taking, standing from an empowered place with one, our role in that. And then also like, we are empowered to, you know, I can choose who I'm bringing into my inner circle. Some -hmm. people like throw their hands up in the air and act like they can't or say they can't choose their inner circle. We absolutely all have, there's like one thing we could do to make that positive step, just like in fitness, like there's one step you can take the next right step and showing up for that and going all in. All right. So the third one I have, That I want us to try and I want us to play with is not hedging our losses so much. So when you have the chance, when you have the chance to go for the win, go for the win. Uh, So when you have the chance to show up and work at the top of your window, for example, in a workout, like do your best that you are capable of right now do it rather than just saying like, I'm going to hold back and not let myself look stupid here. (laughs) You know, how often do we do that? How often do we're like, okay, I want to do this thing. Okay. But I don't want to look
1: stupid. Yeah. My most favorite, uh, like Zumba instructor ever. And I'm not a big Zumba person, but I was. she was a friend of mine. So I was taking a couple of her classes. I love, she said at like the beginning of every class, it was something along the lines of, who cares what you look like as long as you're shaking? Because if you shake throughout the whole class, you'll have less shaking on your body tomorrow. You know, and it just, <laughs> I
0: and love you
1: it. lighthearted of don't look left, don't look right. Who cares what you look like? You're here to move and you're here to just have fun. And like exercise, it's not a fashion show, right? And right. some people might get confused at it. some gyms, but like that is the whole point. And nobody ever has regretted working harder in a workout, <laughs> you know, what right. I mean. You've never like busted your butt and been like, Oh, I wish I didn't do that. It's more right. the opposite of like, Oh, that was such a lazy workout. Well, better than nothing. And that's that whole like just maintaining and and playing not to lose. Right. So right. you get better results when you do push yourself harder and you're going to feel better about it too, even though it's harder in the moment.
0: Exactly. So Kristen and I want to hear one, your takeaways so far. Uh, You can tag us on Instagram. We'll share it. We want to hear how you're doing, how you're playing playing to win. So what's your handle on on Instagram, Kristen?
1: It's just my my name, but I will spell it because I got to So it's Kristen Freed. So K-R-I-S-T-I-N-F-R-A-D-E.
0: Awesome. And so my handle, I have a fitness inspire one. So it's fitness.inspirer. And then also my name, um, which is impossible to spell as well. But if you're here, you probably know how to spell it. Um, But so can you leave us, Kristen, with an assignment or something to try, something to invite us into to just have a better week and practice these strategies?
1: Yes, I will give you guys the exercise that I have actually been doing. So I can't take credit for it. I got it from a friend. Um, but I've been doing this now for I would probably say three weeks, maybe even a month. Okay. Also. Um, and I'm, so this was this was I kinda had a moment of overwhelm, right? Of all the things. Like I'm trying to do all the things well and felt like I was doing nothing well. And I'm sure we yeah. all had those moments before. And oh, so yeah. she gave me this assignment of every night I need to and let's be honest, I end up actually doing it usually the next morning. But still, here's the idea on a daily basis. Um, at night, you're supposed to be kind of doing a a recap of the day of what, um, at this point I've changed it to what has minimized my joy and what has brought me joy. So I'll kind of like go back through my day and, you know, my son asked me to watch a movie with him. So that brought me joy and my other son would not sleep and like, he just fought me on his nap that minimized my joy. And so it's almost like an inventory of, um, things that are directing your emotions throughout the day. And so right. that's very interesting because at the very beginning of doing this exercise, I had way more things on my minimized joy list. And now it'll be like one, maybe two. And I almost find myself looking for them. And I'm like, why am I looking for things during the day right. that have minimized my joy? But my days have been really good. And so yeah. I don't know if it's the exercise or just, I would guess more my awareness of it all and right. like staying away from those things that minimize my joy or dealing with them better. But the biggest thing I'd say that's helped me is coming up with a to-do list of the day, but a realistic to-do list, like based on what I already have on my schedule for the day or whether you're homeschooling now or have to drop kids off or whatever it may be, what are a few things you can do where at the end of the day, if you could check all those off, you'd feel like you won the day and you just feel like, okay, I at least got that done. Like I'm sure there's a million other things you could write on that list. And you could get as minimal as, um, or I shouldn't say minimal, but as simple as two loads of laundry done or clean the bathroom or call for a doctor's appointment or all these things that just take up mental space from us. Right. Um, right. for mine, a lot of them are business related. So, cause I, I want to do all the things, but realistically I can't. So when I don't get all of that done, I, it would be minimizing my joy, but now I'll be realistic. And if I have a super busy day already, I'll only write down like three things. Um, And I feel good about it when I go back and check them off. Plus they stay front of mind because there is power in writing things down. So when you write it down, it's just more concrete. Absolutely. It's been so helpful to me because I can also even track like what kind of keeps getting pushed from day to day to day. And then I can, Mm -hmm. evaluate why is that happening? Why do I keep not sending that email or why do I keep not doing X, Y, and Z? And it has just brought a whole nother awareness to it, but this is a great exercise for you. If you feel stuck, like if you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm why am I not motivated to do anything? It could be because you're overwhelmed, but even just that whole, like playing to win, it's like, what are the highest priority things that I need to do to move my business forward or move my fitness forward or uh, move my family forward or whatever your goal is? What are the highest priority things you could do today it's realistic for you to do. So when you get to the end of the day, you're just going to feel awesome.
0: Exactly. And I would definitely, I've kind of gone along on this journey and, you know, ebbed and flowed with different seasons. And now I, I have certain like routines and rhythms in place. We just are finishing a rhythm challenge. And so I definitely have rhythms that don't go on that list, like working out, is not on that list. But I say I only allow myself three things on that list. Mm -hmm. If I do three, these three things, it is going to be hardcore winning for me. And so maybe if you're super overwhelmed, start with one. Mm -hmm. And another thing like, okay, so this is what I'll do. I'm committing to you, Kristen, that I am going to do a list of what brought me joy that day, either auditory or like saying it out loud or writing it down. And then I'm going to say, how did I play to win today? And see if I can make that list. So I'm going to have two lists going. I'm committed to you. And if you want to jump in on this too, Kristen says she's already been doing this sort of thing. I'm going to jump in with those two questions. What brought me joy today? And then um, how did I play to win today? That's good. Hi, 10. Let's do this. Have a great day. Thanks for joining me, Kristen. This was awesome.
1: Thanks for your time, Kirsten. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you for listening to Making Changes You Love to Live With
1: podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe. It's completely free. And share this with a friend. You never know when you could just make their day. And last thing is get on our list for our hump day inspiration. And that can be found at livefitnessinspired.com. All of this is free. Have a great day and I'll talk to you next week. Awesome. See ya.